Friday again and time for one of our culture file guests to tell us about some of those things they like to consume in reading, listening, watching, tasting and smelling. And this very special time, it's the turn of Jennifer Walsh to share with us her culture file likes. Hi, my name is Jennifer Walsh. I'm a composer and artist from Dublin. The book that I've read recently that I was really blown away by was Diary of a Film by Niven Govindan. And it's it's just sort of set over the opening weekend of like a film festival. And it's really beautifully written, really intense about art, what it is to make art, what it is to make art with other people over a lifetime, who owns a story, who gets to tell a story and why. And I'm now really looking forward to because I know his earlier novel is about the ballroom drag scene in New York. So I'm very excited to go read that now. I just watched The White Lotus and I thought that that was fantastic. It's a television series which deals with issues about tourism, colonialism, travel, class, gender, sexuality, everything all in one show. And the performances are fantastic and nuanced and every character by turns, you hate them and then you like them and then you hate them again. The soundtrack was fantastic because it sort of captured that quote unquote exoticism you know this idea of like what well, what is ethnomusicology what is exotica and and i really thought the soundtrack was really well done and so i would highly recommend that i really love decoder ring which is an american podcast where each episode, they take a sort of a phenomenon within popular culture and they analyze it and break it down and they talk about why it came to be. The very first episode I listened to from Decoder Ring was about sad Jennifer Aniston and why the idea that Jennifer Aniston was sad came to be and how you could link that to, you know, gossip magazines moving from a monthly to a weekly subscription model and needing more news. And they've got some great ones that I have on my playlist, including one about hydration and the idea that you need to stay hydrated how that came to be i bought the entire grm back catalog from bandcamp and for people who aren't familiar with french electroacoustic music studios it was that's been something that's been very interesting because i've been sort of on trains listening to bernard parmigiani understanding that this is something I'm supposed to listen to in an immaculate studio, but I'm listening to it on a train. But I have to say, I've been very much enjoying this current uh, move to sort of excavate archives of synth music and electronic music that we haven't heard before. I just bought a record by Janet Beat. It's called Pioneering Knob Twiddler. And I sort of lost my mind because I walked into the record shop and I hadn't been in a record shop in a very long time because I like to go to record shops where things are also secondhand. But Janet Beat taught me electronic music when I was a student in Glasgow. And during that time, I never heard any of her music. So to see all of a sudden, you know, a release of her music on a hip new label, you know, with new generation of hipster people interested in Janet Beat. That made me really excited. 
because I watched that film Sisters with Transistors recently and you see people like Suzanne Tiani, sort of Marianne Amiche, their sort of work a little bit more in the in the in the mainstream. So I'm excited to go listen to Pioneering Knob Twiddler by Janet Beat because I think it's a crying shame that she taught me, you know, it must be almost 30 years ago and yet I still have not heard a note of her music. I did a concert at the Biennale and I met up with Annex, which are the um, were the group of Irish artists and architects who did the Irish Pavilion for the Architecture Biennale. And we went to a back alley in Venice and ate a little cicchetti um, and drank Prosecco that cost eight euros. And we were all chatting and having the crack. And I had just met a lot of these people for the first time that day. And it felt like a bomb to the soul to be in a back alley in Venice, having a laugh with a bunch of patties, you know, while drinking Prosecco, um, all with our, our Biennale passes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hidden beneath our clothing. So that was that was absolutely wonderful. And and it made me think, ah, there will be more things like this and how much we've all missed them. Just just those those nice social experiences. I have not been using scent because I have some members of my family who have sensory processing issues. So scent becomes an issue around them. But probably what for me was quite amazing through the pandemic, through both of the springs of the pandemic, was becoming obsessed with every time there was any change in nature. And I don't have a garden. We live in a flat here in London, so we don't have a garden. So on the walks, I would know when certain bushes on the roses, you know, the roses bloomed or the peonies bloomed or the lavender. And um, so those became really vivid and important for me because to know, oh, this is this is the house that has the jasmine bush or they have lavender and you can just sort of rub your fingers on it and then smell, you know, smell it, smell the lavender oil from your hand. So those things became more vivid probably than any perfume, just the sense of being able to connect to nature through that. The likes of Jennifer Walsh there coming up tomorrow on the Culture File Weekly inside the headset studio of digital artist Elaine Hui. Jennifer Walsh again on the resurgent joys of tangible objects and prepping for the famine in Tom Sullivan's Irish language feature, Arocht. That's all in the Culture File Weekly this and every Saturday, 6.30pm here on RTE Lyric FM.